0: this is brandon rabar your host for today and this is a dispatch from daily thunder every story every game every day Welcome to the Daily Thunder Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Rabar, beat writer for dailythunder.com. I am joined by two Daily Thunder contributing writers, Justin Hickey and Dominic Flam. How are you guys doing tonight, Dom? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing, Brandon?
0: I am good. Justin, are you doing well? I'm
2: doing good out here in Oklahoma City visiting.
0: <laughs> yeah, Justin came all the way to Oklahoma City to record this podcast. Nobody had the heart to tell him that we could have just done this over the phone and he could have, he could have stayed in Cali, but I appreciate you coming here. So here's what we're going to do. The 2020 NBA draft, you are going to be dropped into the Thunder front office war room. I'm no longer going to be Brandon. He is no longer going to be Dom. He is no longer going to be Justin. I'm going to be Sam Presty, general manager of the Thunder. Dom is going to be Will Dawkins. And Justin is going to be Rob Hennigan. They are my right-hand men now that my boy Troy Weaver is gone. So, from here on out, you'll be dropped into the Thunder front office NBA draft war room. <laughs> Rob, Will, we've got two picks 25 and 28, we've got a handful of assets between Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, Stephen Adams, Danny Green. We can trade any of our future assets. We can trade any of our future picks. What in your mind would you most want to do if you could do anything? Stay at 25 and 28, move up a little bit, maybe into the mid-teens, late lottery, or move up a lot. Get maybe the second, third, fourth pick. Uh, Will. Tell me your thoughts, my man.
1: I'm looking right now at I'm fairly conservative on this draft. Next year's draft looks like we're going to have something like seven or eight guys that project as better than even the number one pick this year. So given that, I'm thinking a bit more conservative this year. Maybe move up to the late teens or late lotto if there's somebody there that we're looking to target specifically. But otherwise, I'm willing to stand pat too.
0: Okay, we've got Will and the conservative approach. Rob, are you more of a gambler? What do you think, and what do you want to do this draft?
2: I like the gambling approach. I have two different options that I have looked at and I have done my research on. Number one, that has gotten out a little bit to the media is Lamelo Ball. I am very big on Lamelo. I like having big guards in the backcourt, and we have Shea Gildas Alexander, who's six foot six. We do have the opportunity to keep SGA at the shooting guard position if we don't feel that we can move him over to point guard with us trading Chris Paul. Um, Lamella Ball has great vision. I know he struggled a little bit shooting overseas last season, but we do know that he has a shot. We will have to work on his mechanics, but the way he can see the court is absolutely amazing. We haven't seen that in many players ever coming into the draft. And I also like the opportunity that we may be able to trade up into the mid-teens possibly in the 15 to 18 section and take Poku who I think is going to take some time to develop he has a similar frame to what we had with Kevin Durant who is now no longer with us we won't speak on that but we said that Kevin Durant wouldn't be able to handle the NBA because he couldn't bench press 225 pounds and we see how that worked out for us in OKC for 10 seasons so I see a lot of similarities there i mean he's a good shooter and having somebody at the center position seven feet that can handle the ball and be a point forward would be really good next to sga and Baisley for our future we did find out that kevin durant was strong enough
0: to handle the nba he just wasn't strong enough to handle twitter so, maybe we just draft Poku and keep him away from social media if the uh, Katie's similarities hold up. Let's look at the other options here. You know, I'm kind of in the middle of you guys. We got all these assets. I think it's been well known. It kind of leaked, and I got to find out, get to the bottom of this. You know, I don't like anybody leaking from our side, but word has leaked that I've promised Poku that if he's there when we're picking, I'm going to pick him. I think it's well known now the uh, crush that I have on Poku, but look at the big men who can handle and shoot that I've had crushes on in the past. DeMontis Sabonis, he's a fide star now. Porzingis, he's a star now. I wanted both of those guys. I think it's well proven that with seven-foot European dudes, I know what I'm talking about. I do like Poku, but let's say that we stick at 25. Will, who's your favorite guy if we, if we stay at 25?
1: I'm going to try to sell you real quick on Josh Green. He's a little bit of a... Lengthy forward out of Arizona, younger, age 20, 6'6, 215. He's an Australian, so we could have a little bit of an Australian New Zealand rivalry going with Steve. Nice. Um, he's a really good athlete, solid on ball defender, also strong off ball. He's shown a bit of an ability to shoot. He's not exactly a lights out guy, but he did shoot 36% last year in college, and Tankathon projects him to shoot 35%. Um, not a great ball handler, but looking in the late first round, I think he might be the level of guy that you're looking for there, solid role player who could take some of the heavier defensive load off of Shea.
0: Okay, that was a good sell job. I like the uh, New Zealand versus Australian rivalry thing. We could sell that pretty well. Rob, if we stay at 25, who's your guy?
2: If we plan on staying at 25, I would like to see us uh, – groom SGA into that point guard role and go the shooting guard route here at 25 with Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. He was a freshman last year so he's a one and done and he's shot 29.2 percent from three-point range but he's a much better shooter than that. He can create his own shot and he's very good on the dribble. One thing he's good at as well is pick and roll and also driving and dishing. Um, like I said, I believe his 29.2% shooting from three point is a little bit, um, uncharacteristic. I believe he's much better from there and his free throw percentage is around 84%. So I believe that would be very good value if we can get him at the 25 range and his 10 to 15 foot jump shot is pretty much money. Okay. Good sell job as well. I'm interested in both
0: of those guys. I'm going to have to pull rank here though. As far as LaMelo Ball goes, you know, I don't mind so much, you know, the attention that Lavar would bring and the whole Ball Brothers thing and things like that. As a matter of fact, with Oklahoma City going into a rebuilding phase, maybe it'd be kind of nice to get that kind of, you know, relevancy and media attention that the Ball Brothers would bring and that LeVar would bring. You know, we've already got his younger brother on our G League team. You know, that could be a lot of fun, but I got to say – with all these assets we've accumulated, with all these draft picks, I, I don't know that I want to use any of those to go all the way up to two, three, or four to, to take the risk on Lamella Ball. He could be a star, and I know it's been leaked that I like him. I do like him. I think he'll be a nice player, but I don't love the idea of spending a top three pick on, on a guy that's a 25% shooter on high volume at the Australian level and not at the NBA level. He's already shooting poorly on high volume. He's a great playmaker. He could be a good defender. And I I think he's got, you know, good basketball IQ. But I'm going to say we don't do that. I'm feeling the Poku thing. I'm feeling moving up. We know that the Mavs have been interested in Danny Green as recent as last year. They wanted to sign him or trade for him. What do you guys think, maybe combining – the pick we got at 28, and Danny Green to move up to
1: 18. What do you think, Will? I mean, at this point, we came into this draft thinking we only had one pick. So using the second one to move up and take a guy who's a bit of a risk, send Danny Green out. Uh, I believe Dallas has salaries to make this work with Justin Jackson and I think the lawn right. And, yeah, I'd definitely be willing to take the risk. All right. So what do you think as far as the boom-bust possibility –
0: of Poku. Give me your strengths and weaknesses for Poku. We heard Rob on Poku earlier, but I haven't got your thoughts on him yet, Will.
1: I'm at least interested. I see some things I like, some things I don't. The size worries me a lot. And seeing if he puts on weight, if he can still move the same way he does. But at the same time, having a seven-footer who can shoot and who can run in transition and actually not just run in transition, but handle the ball that way, play, make a bit, is really exciting and it's something that in this draft, given that we don't even know if the top few guys are gonna be stars in the end, that getting a guy in the late teens that can be the best player in this draft would be something I'd take a risk on with the extra pick.
0: See, I agree. That's what we did last year with Darius Baisley. When we were picking in the 20s, you can take the safe picks, you can take the guys who, who have a decent floor, or you can roll the dice on a guy who hadn't played organized ball in a year. He had worked at New Balance. Nobody had seen any footage of him, but he was a top 10 guy coming out of high school and the ceiling was so high. You swing for the fences, maybe you miss, but we've got like 20 tries at this with first round draft picks over the next
2: few years. So I like the idea of swinging for the fences. What do you think, Rob? I like it, definitely. I don't see Danny Green Spending much time here in Oklahoma, but it's going to take some time to be able to groom Poku into an NBA-ready player. He has a very thin frame, so what we're going to have to do is get him on a training regimen as soon as he enters the doors, get him on a good diet. He will struggle his rookie year trying to finish through contact, um, needs to work a little bit more in the pick and roll. But when you get a guy that's seven foot that can shoot from anywhere on the court, And go coast to coast. And we've seen it in the past um, with Kevin Durant and how that worked out and the player that he became. Um, And I believe Poku has an excellent basketball IQ. And I think he will adapt great and giving up a few assets to go up and get him, I believe, is a very good move. And we have the time to be able to groom him when we start looking at 2022 and 2023 when we look at Chet Holmgren and Amani Bates and Bronny Jr. So using, <laughs> using a pick at 28 when we came into this draft, like Will said with only one, I believe it's great value there and we can go up and get Poku and have the time to tank and also groom them.
0: All right. Since we've come to a consensus, I'm going to ask the uh, league office played in this role by Aiden Elrod and Clay Bennett, played by Cray Allred, if they approve of this trade. And while we wait to hear back from him, let me tell you why I like Poku. Like you guys said, a seven-footer who can shoot. This is a new era of Thunder basketball. You know, we've been known for so long for drafting athletic guys who are great defenders but can't shoot a lick. But this new era of thunder basketball, I want to surround, you know, our stars with shooters and I want our stars to be shooters. I want everybody to be able to shoot. That's the way basketball is going. We saw it with Darius Baisley. He's six foot nine. He can handle, he can play, make, and he can shoot. You got Shade just Alexander, a six foot six point guard. Who can handle and can shoot and can play make if you put a seven footer next to those guys who can handle play make and shoot it opened up so many possibilities on the court with these young guys i love the idea of that as young court and here's the deal he does need to put on weight but people said the same thing about rudy gobert and Giannis coming out of their drafts and look how that turned out and like you said kevin durant and, and the beauty is, we're not going to contend for a couple of years anyways, three years down the road. My man can put on a lot of weight three years from now, and maybe when we're ready to contend again, he'll be up to 205, 210 instead of 200. No, we need to get that boy up to like 230. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put him on the Oklahoma barbecue diet. <laughs> he'll be ready to go in no time. Okay, we've got word back from Clay Bennett and from the league office. They approve of the trade. So boys, we're handing in the card. We're going to trade Danny Green and number 28 to pick Poku. But I got to give it over to my man, Will. I'm going to butcher his name if I try to say Poku's name. That's why I've said Poku the whole time. Rob, I assume you're the same way because you said Poku. Unless you want to handle this. I've heard Will say it, but you want to give it a shot first before he officially turns
2: in the card? I'm going to go for it alexage pokusevsky (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm glad you're not the one turning in the card although
0: that is better than i sound trying to do it i sound like i've got a stuttering problem and a cursing problem at the same time when i try uh will would you officially hand in the card for us
1: i'll hand in the card to the commissioner and I, i will note here that when they only had one pick i wasn't really pro poku here just because I do like somebody who has a floor, and knowing that I'm going to get a role player, but knowing that we have the extra lottery ticket, I'll hand in the card for Lexi Pokushevsky.
0: Nice, man! You sound so good. Will you nailed that? <laughs> I swear, he sounds like like a a kids' book character. Like he sounds like like somebody you see like on a Saturday afternoon cartoon special. Okay, moving on, we still have another pick at number 25. We've got Poku in the bag, swinging for the fences, Boomer bust, but I love it. Do you guys want to go for a, a safer pick at 25? You guys both said you had guys that you liked. Those guys are still in play. They're still on the board. Tyrese Maxey and Josh Green. Give me a 10-second strongest argument for each of those guys. Will, I'll let you go first.
1: 10 seconds. I'll say Andre Robertson with a better shot. Ooh. That might be a little strong. I'll say Kevin O'Connor compares him to Gary Harris. How's that?
0: Okay, Gary Harris. Man, you got me really excited. I was I was about to pull the Poku card and, and pick him at number 18 instead of Poku if it's Andre Robertson with the jump shot. Okay, uh, Rob, give me your best
2: argument for Tyrese Maxey. 2011, Russell Westbrook from 10 to 15 feet. Whoa. All right.
0: Those are both good sell jobs since – it was changed from Dre with a jump shot to Gary Harris, although still appealing. I'm going to ultimately go with with Rob's pick of Tyrese Maxx, and I'm going to be real honest with you guys why. It's because I've heard of him. <laughs> 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 and I haven't heard of Josh Green. Uh Sixteen
1: team in the Thunder front office. I going to admit I didn't expect maxi to be on the board and I do actually like him a bit better than Green as well, though I'm I'm disappointed in you, Sam. I'm disappointed in you. Hey, the good news is
0: this is just a private conversation between me and my two right-hand men. I guess my right hand man and my left hand man. Nobody's gonna hear this. Nobody's gonna know that I have no idea what I'm doing. So we're safe guys. <laughs> there you have it. That is a little sneak peek into the 2020 draft. Thunder War Room will break character again. Dom and Justin, you guys nailed it. Thank you guys so much for playing Will and Rob. If Daily Thunder ever puts on a, a
1: community theater play, you guys are going to be my first go-tos. Thanks for having me. And just know that my character was not the one who traded... For Serge Ibaka, mine is the other guy.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Justin's Good character
1: call. made the terrible trades.
2: Good I call. did it I did it to help OKC in the future because Sam knew I was coming back.
1: <laughs> That's me why it up. A foresight and whatever else it was. I forget your title even. I'm not going to reveal that
0: I can't remember either. (laughs) Clay Bennett hears this. I'm going to lose my job. Hey, (laughs) thank you guys for joining and thank all of you for listening to the Daily Thunder podcast.